Yo, yo, uh, Sports and BS with Tay and Keith. I know it seemed like it's been forever, because uh, hell, it has been. We fell off a little bit on y'all. Yeah. Uh, we That's... had a lot of stuff going on in the last few months, so no excuse, but we, we promised to, to make it right in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and I think I think the whole podcast thing will probably make it a lot easier, seeing as we doing this versus trying to um, create videos and then deal with editing and all this stuff uh, on YouTube. So uh, we will be trying to do both. We'll see which one y'all like more. If y'all like the YouTube videos more, then we'll do that. If you like the podcast more, then we'll stick to that. Uh, but we can go on and kick it off. So we got the NBA draft that was Thursday. Um, yeah. And obviously you had Zion being taken number one. It's uh, obvious. It really wasn't no... Like it wasn't no surprises to me as far as like at least the top five. It wasn't really no major surprises. Honestly though, uh, that Darius Garland, I I could have seen him going third or fourth though. I could have I could have seen him going third over RJ to the Knicks. I could, but I'm not. I'm not, it wasn't that surprising though. Like I no. wasn't surprised about that. Mm-hmm. Now I will say him and Kyle Sexton gonna be a hell of a backcourt, bro. Yeah. It's gonna be nice, but the only thing about that backcourt is that who gonna be who gonna be the primary who gonna be the ball, primary ball handler who gonna be the primary scorer, and will egos be a problem? Yeah, but right now they really can't afford to have the ego problem because neither one of them ain't really won shit. You can't, but I mean they both young. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They was the stars of their teams coming in. Um, obviously, Garland only played a couple games compared to Colin, so. I think it, it it could be good, or it could be extremely toxic. It's just one of the things you got to watch it develop and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you think the steal of the draft was? Denver and Bobo. No, absolutely not. I got it. I got to man. Like after watching all of his highlights, after listening to comments Shaq made, like they made a good point. They made a great case that he is like a poor man's KD. And he said, even though that foot injury was very, very significant, especially being seven two, I I think Bobo could have been the steal. In forty four um, second round, I think he was the steal, man. I don't know, bro. Like essentially, I don't want another player on the Nuggets to play. Like I'm big on people not like drafting other players that are exact, like almost identical to the current players that they have. That yeah. At least if they, and, and especially if they good. Like, for example, Miami drafted Tyler Hero. I like that. A lot of people had an issue with it. I like the pick because we didn't need another three that can't shoot. No, you know Tyler what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, we, but the thing was you needed a, you needed a score. Yeah. You don't need another three or four that can play defense and really can't shoot like that and can't get his own shot. We got five of them on the team already. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and when you think about Bo, it's like, yeah, he he can hoop, he but can hoop. you got Jokic. Like let's like he. But that's the thing. Though. I would I would Jokic would be a straight up center. No offense, what's about it? He he is, he could be a stretch four also, but I would not have Bo as a center. I keep Jokic as a center and let him facilitate when he got the ball, and. I, I would keep Jokic as, as a small forward, power forward. He would never play center. Bo as a small forward. Yeah, yeah. You said Jokic. I'm sorry. I mean, Jokic would be a strict center. You know what I'm saying? He could stretch the floor and pass the ball, which would make him a threat. And 
uh, from the perimeter and in the post because he got good footwork. He got good court vision. But Bowl, he can get his own shot, and, and he he can move. Jokic can't really move like Bowl can. Yeah. Bowl nice and light on his feet. So I I like that, and I don't think they should. Uh, was it Miami that traded him? Yeah. Well, it was basically like for Denver. Obviously. Right. It went like a. I, I I just think that's probably the steal, bro. I don't know. So I think essentially it's gonna play down to how Cam Reddish plays, because if Cam Reddish plays like how we seen Cam Reddish have the ability to play, yeah, it's like that's definitely gonna end up being the steal for him going to the to the Hawks. But I, if I, we see the Cam Reddish, where we looking like how the hell is this dude even finna be a lottery pick? Yeah. Man, it's like so. That's that's. I'm really on the fence because it really depends upon what he does. Yeah. Like if he's if he's what we think he could be, then definitely he's gonna be the steal without question. But if he's gonna be like what we saw him be at his low, it's like. But also, two of my favorite, I think two of my favorite players that got drafted, and I think the Suns shit the bed on this one. The Suns should have tried to get Kobe White. Kobe White's a hooper. They should not have skipped on Kobe White because Kobe Ty White. Ty Hooper to do two though. Who? Uh, Ty. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about uh him going to the Suns. I don't know why I thought that he went to the to the Seventy Sixers though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Kobe White definitely a hooper. And I think that the Suns should have picked him up because they need a guard. They need a go- a scoring guard to pair with Booker. Man, they have not had a legit nice size scoring point guard. Kobe White, 6'5". Yeah. He can hoop. He can score. He yeah. can shoot. He can do everything you need him to do. And he is a primary ball handler. Yeah, but he kind of, uh, what they kind of say about Damian Lillard, a two playing the one. Um, not saying that he can't pass. Not saying that he can't create for his teammates. But he's looking to score before he's looking to pass. Yeah, and, like, but I mean they take a little bit of pressure off of uh, Devin Booker if you if you get him. It does. I'm not. T- I'm not. I'm not saying that it doesn't. Um, I'm just saying like when you think about it in that aspect, it's like I could see why they might have, why they might have, but at the same time, like with the first ten picks, this is the thing in the NBA. Like the first ten picks are, you get. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you feel like is going to be your transcendent player, what you feel like is going to be your um, franchise changer player. For sure. After the that 10, is kind of walking by faith and not by sight. So it's kind of you picking somebody and hoping that they're going to be something. Yeah. Um. So when you think about the Suns not getting Kobe White, if you get somebody in the top 10, you you pretty confident that they're going to, they gonna make a splash. You gonna hope they do, um, unless you know like Markel Fultz. So my, I bro, <laughs> really bro. I had to throw it in there because everybody thought that motherfucker was gonna be the saving grace. I can't lie to you though, bro. I ain't completely, I ain't completely like cashed in on Markel Fultz because we seen him in Philadelphia. Obviously, he didn't play up to his potential. We know that. That's yeah. I, that's clear. Um, but at the same time. You look at the 76ers, and the 76ers kind of had that we're going to do this thing this way, and it's not going to be adjusted kind of, like, scheme of how they were doing things. Like, yeah. um, like even things like Ben Simmons doing this whole point guard thing. This dude can't shoot for 
nothing. Like he can still score though. He he can score when you in the like when you on the transition. I get that, but, but and that's because of his length. Yeah, because he big as hell. Yeah, you right. So you know what I'm saying, like, but what you gonna do when you? Cause cause like so I seen some uh, somebody else say, it's like you. Of course you're gonna be able to score in the transition. There's going to be times where you're gonna have to slow the game down. Right. Now, if I'm slowing the game down and you're no longer existent in the half court because you can't shoot at all, it ain't even that you can't shoot. You don't attempt to shoot. So I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like in, this, in his him and that in that that offense, that offense and that system was not a good look for him. Yeah. Now, obviously, I could be wrong, and it could be that he's just not built to be a star in the NBA, and that's perfectly fine. To be a role player. That's also an option. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he, he'd have had issues with saying that his jump shot was broken, which I don't see it. But they. And I'm trying to look at, a look at the draft. I'm trying to see who is who I think can be like legit all stars. They got a couple. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people was talking about it's like a five man draft. I this draft definitely, was definitely top heavy. This the, it was top heavy, but I think some people snuck in. Like I like that Cam Johnson kid. I bro, I wanted Cam Johnson. I like. Cam I Johnson. wanted Cam Johnson to Miami so bad, bro. I wanted Cam Johnson to Miami so. I even said that like on Facebook on the draft, like the night of the draft. I said, bro, I I wish he would have failed. I wish he would have failed until we could pick him up, bro. I he was out of the top ten, but he's number eleven. But bro, that was a nice little pickup. Bro, Cam Johnson is a hooper, bro. I'm looking forward to the sum uh to summer league to see what people got. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that also. Uh, with what the Lakers going to do and all of these teams, like it's going to be a nice shakeup, especially after the this free agency hit, yeah. because even the draft shook up some stuff. Because the Hawks look nice, uh, uh, who look like a bum. The Celtics look like they don't know what the hell they got going. Bro, it's so bro. How did two years ago we were looking at Danny Ainge like he was a fucking genius, bro? He was until Kyrie came back with all that toxic. Mess. But what I'm saying is how it's so crazy how like a year or two years could change things. Like a la, like this time last year we knew that Jason Tatum was gonna be like oh. a Luka Doncic, bro. Like we just knew he was next up, bro. Like we knew he had next. It's hard to be next up when you got somebody like Kyrie. I understand it, but I'm just saying like just look at the difference a year makes, two years makes, six yeah. months make. Like, two years ago, we was like, dude, Danny Ainge could possibly be one of the, like, the best executive in the NBA. Well, when you got prima donnas in your, in your mix, bro, it's hard to make shit happen. Yeah. You can make yeah. the best moves on paper. On paper, all of it sound good. But when you got that human mentality and that, that uncertainty, shit can change in a drop of a dime. See, the crazy thing, see, my issue with Kyrie is not that it wasn't a, it wasn't a fit, in the, like, in Boston. My issue with that was that it wasn't a fit in Boston, and he wouldn't acknowledge that he was a part of the reason that there wasn't a fit in Boston. Exactly. Like when you when you act like you ain't the problem, and everybody know that you are the problem. Right. There is a problem. Right. Right. And he's not the only one. Like there is everybody that definitely took that put their hand in the pot on the reason why this like oh, yeah. the Boston Celtics were not. And then not when what shit start going to. bad, everybody playing the blame game. Yeah. It's always somebody else's fault. Yeah. It's easier to handle problems like that when people own up to their own shit. Yeah. And when you start passing the book, bro, it just it just go downhill, man. Yeah. But going back to the draft, 
Bro, I'm not. I'm. I could get backlash for this, but I'm not sold on RJ Barrett at all. Period. Like Zion is gonna be Zion. Ja Morant, honestly, Ja Morant could be just as successful, if not maybe a little bit more successful than Zion because of his, like, Zion got like amazing freak types, yeah, like athleticism. Shit, Ja too, but Ja does too. But like Ja is, Ja might be the most skilled player. Like it ain't really he doesn't really have too like a big weakness. Zion doesn't either. But I'm thinking if we looking at like what they what the other like what each per, each person does really well, Zion gets to the bucket. He can run the transition. He can yeah. he can pass himself. He can get rebounds. He's a skywalker. You mean you look at Ja? He can do all that, but he he can pass a little bit better. Yeah, a lot better. He can be a walking triple double. I think my. I think both of their issues are one and the same, and that's just a tad bit reckless. So at that's times. about it. At times, both of them can be more, a tad more, bit reckless. I think more John than Zion, though. Well, John, see, the thing about Zion's recklessness, though, is that that extra 100 pounds, you know what I'm saying, being reckless can be, you know what I'm saying, almost career-ending. Yeah, but, you know, I don't think y'all understand which, like, how, and it goes to show, like, once again, how crazy of an athlete this dude is. Yeah. So he's six seven two eighty five, bro. Yeah. That's Rob Gronkowski. But the fact that you are able to move Ooh. like this and you as nimble and as shifty and like he he could very well any given night he could be like the fastest or second fastest player on the court. As big like as he 20 is. Pounds too? I'm, uh, now. Yeah. Well but not, not fastest any... but the quickest. Yeah. But even you think about if he dropped like twenty pounds, bro. If he if he get down to two fifty, it's game over for fucking NBA, bro. And it ain't close. And see, that's that's another advantage that he got coming into the league that a lot of players don't. It's just that raw grown man strength, right? You know what I'm saying? Most grown people, man strength. He ain't even a man yet. Yeah. He ain't even like he ain't even got his man body yet. He ain't bro. even twenty. He ain't nineteen. That's what I'm saying. Like he. That's going to be a problem. He ain't got his somebody. man body yet. He still has the body of a young man. No, nah, it's a grown man. But, but I'm saying like. No, nah, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. What is, like, he look like this now. What is he going to look like at 24, bro? Almost untouchable. That's how, like, how they say like, LeBron is just, just moving mountains with people. Yeah. Zion going to move them mountains. I'm thinking of like Giannis now with girth. Like. Well, that's a lot yeah. taller, though. Uh, I mean, I'm saying as far as, like, like you see how cut Giannis is now compared oh, to when yeah. he first came in the league? Like, I'm imagining Zion, like, five years from now, he got that kind of cut and that muscle definition, but he still got the same wide body kind of Charles Barkley kind of stature. I want to see who's going to take a charge from his ass. Bro. Listen, I, I ain't, too, I ain't, I ain't yeah. scared of nothing, man. Ain't too many things I'm scared of, but like, I, I would probably move out the way. Bro. Especially and Kyle Lowry has love taking charge. Take a charge from Zion. I bet your ass won't take no more. Ch- Kyle Lowry gonna get embarrassed next year. He try to. <laughs> I don't even want to. That's hey. the first person I can think of because Kyle. He, he lo- and this shit get on my nerves, bro. Man, I love it though. Like as, as a defender, man, as the one that play, like I'll take a charge in a heartbeat. Yeah. Like people yeah. really sleep on taking charges. Yeah, for sure.
So, what you think about the whole KD going to the Knicks and the Lakers being favored to win the finals? I got mixed feelings on it because the Lakers, with the way, prime example, last year, one player goes to an entirely different team, they win a championship. Granted, like, the Lakers, I mean, the Warriors had a bunch of uh, injuries, uh, a lot of fluke things, but just one man went over and he went to an established team and they won a championship. AD went to a, ter- a team full of turmoil, uh, dysfunction, uh, poor management. That's totally different than going to a team that's running like a well-oiled machine. Right. And they weren't even favorites to win. You get one player paired with an aging LeBron, and they got five people on their roster right now, and that's the team that's favorite to win an, an entire championship. Right. I, I get that they, they say that it's the top top five players, two of the top five players, top ten players in the league on one team, but you don't even got a full roster. So I have a multitude of issues with it. Um, my first issue is the f- not having, like literally you don't have the manpower. You like don't. you don't, like you literally have five people. It's not exaggeration. Like you only have five motherfuckers on your team well, right now. More because of draft, but that's well, about I mean, but essentially you only have right. a limited amount of players. You you don't have a full roster right now. And even more so than that, when you look at every team, you look at every team since the modern era. Yeah. The thing of one player going to a totally different team and being able to win the championship, that shit is a rarity. Like, Kevin Durant was able to do it because they're the Golden State Warriors. They was going to be a contender. Exactly, it was an established team. Yeah, they was going to be a contender regardless. Right. The Rafters were always that team which I wasn't like, I always knew what the Raptors was like. Yeah, they're going to be good during the regular season. They're going to win 60 games, but come playoff time. They couldn't get over the hump. But they were always in the mix. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and let's not mention that Messiah Jerry is easily a top three executive, possibly the best executive in the NBA right now. That was one of the, the riskiest moves, but it paid off. Yeah. So when you think about these two teams, that that's probably what I can remember. That's one of, like, two of the. Maybe the last twenty years that that done happened and worked, like that a player that been able to leave and go to another team and win the championship the next year, it's like the same year that they left. Yeah, like I don't remember besides KD and and Kawhi that happening, and obviously Kawhi was because of the front office with Masajir and because KD went to the Warriors who were gonna be in the mix every year regardless. Um, but people forget that, bro. Two weeks ago. The Lakers were literally the laughing stock of the NBA. You're a golden franchise just riddled with thing after thing after thing after thing. But they was talking about like ten people were doing like like interviews. Like when they were doing interviewing players to see who might be interested in coming in. Yeah. And it was like ten people in the room. How the fuck do you do an effective interview with ten people in the room? Like that was a joke, bro. But now because they add, they added Anthony Davis, which keep in mind, like I like Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis ain't one shit on the NBA level. Nothing. 
N- nothing. I I can give AD a small pass because he has never really been paired with a legit superstar. I mean, on the yeah. on the Pelicans, it's always been AD and the others. It ain't never been AD and anyway. Last, okay, last year he had Drew Holiday. He had Drew Holiday the year before that. Well, the year last year they that. did something. They did a little bit of something, but. Yeah, prior to that, he they had swept more series than they won, bro. You're right about that. That is a fact. <laughs> like, well, what are we it, it's kind of hard when you go up against Golden State, like two or three. Years I get in that, a row. but it wasn't always Golden State. It really. wasn't. It wasn't. But I think two of them years it was. Them. But I'm saying, like, I'm not even saying win the championship. I'm talking win about not series. get swept. Yeah. Like, what well, was like first two or three years he didn't even win a game, bro? He done got swept in like four. Playoffs or like three yeah. playoffs or something like, like that. Like I said, it's hard to do it as a one man team. I get that. When I'm talking, but, but we have to factor that into yeah, the equation yeah, yeah, when yeah, we're yeah. talking about they're now favorites to win the finals yeah. with All five players, and one of those players has not ever achieved anything on the NBA level. He's a top five scorer. I mean, he's a top five player. Yeah. He's a he's a good scorer, even though he's not a prolific scorer. Like he's like Kawhi. You, he gets twenty eight, but you look up and you like, damn, he got twenty eight. You don't see the whole twenty eight like throughout the game. Like you like, but damn, he got. A, I think that's a that's a craftiness in itself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You drop twenty five and hell, it don't even look like it. Yeah, like it's effortless points. And he only took sixteen shots. It's my, it's my <laughs> like, it's yeah, effortless but, points. But I'm not, and I'm not taking like I said, not taking nothing away from him as a player. But like when you look at it, he won a national championship in Kentucky, so uh-huh. he's obviously able to win. But we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So, for him to go there, and keep in mind, LeBron had an injury last year, and Anthony Davis is ridiculously injury prone. Yeah. I was just going to get on that. So, for them to automatically be a favorite to win the NBA championship. Take a word out of Stephen A. Book. That's blasphemy. Blasphemy. This is beyond me. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I just I understand the greatness of LeBron. I understand that AD is a top five player, but you just can't just you can't just give them uh, a playoff contender like guarantee and disrespect the Raptors if they stay as they are. Toronto, I'm sorry, uh, Denver, yeah, the Bucks if they don't shake up their entire you know what I'm saying roster. Hell, they still got to beat Houston, even though Houston got their own shit going. Portland. Portland, you not Portland, not going nowhere. Portland ain't no OKC, not going nowhere. Denver, not going nowhere. You you know it's funny. Like I I kind of just thought about this right now, but I thought about it before. Certain teams get paired up and do so much better against other teams, and in that same like notion, they do worse against certain teams. Yeah. Like if you put Houston against. Any seven other teams that was in this year's finals, in the sixteen other than Golden State, they probably win. Well, you gotta think about it. But since since the whole James Harden superstar era, yeah, like not the hell of a good player, like superstar, like he's been easily a super known as a superstar. Yeah. Who's giving them tr- trouble besides the one Warriors? One team, one team, and that's been the Warriors. Everybody else that they handle. With a little bit of pressure, but relatively, like, at the end of the day, they get over the hump. Yeah. Yeah. And. I mean, hell, Portland. Who's really giving Portland trouble besides the Warriors? Because Dame and CJ give motherfuckers hell. But 
But that's what I'm saying. Like, who's really giving them trouble? But I think the cool thing, the the one thing that I have, people don't give Golden State enough credit for is that they played all the teams. So it's like they got a scheme maneuver for everybody. Yeah. But nobody really got a scheme maneuver for them. Well, it's it's difficult because you got two of the top five greatest shooters of all time. You have a Draymond Green who can easily get you a triple double any night, and any do given whatever night. Whatever you need him to do, you can get. You got an Andre Vidal that can do damn near the same thing, who can defend the best player at thirty five, thirty six years old, or thirty seven years old, but at the same time still hit quality shots when you need them to. They got a ton of invaluable pieces. They they got they have a lot of players on their team. First of all. People kill me with this whole, like, hating the Warriors thing because of their team. They literally got all the players that nobody else wanted. Yeah. Steph was not the first overall t- taken. Clay was not the first overall taken. Draymond wasn't even taken in the first round. Iggy was looked at as, I mean, a good player, but he... He bounced around. He bounced around. Sean Livingston was damn sure considered to be out of the league. Well, Sean... Prior to his injury, he was one of the best players in the league. And then he, he had the injury. He was a good player. He was looked at, I, from what I looked, learned and heard about, he was looked at as a great player. He, oh, he had a, a high potential. He was a really good player. He okay. was never, he was never looked at as a top 10. Okay. I, I, I ain't seen top 10, but as a really good He was really a good, good player. player. Like, his, his potential was really high. But we talking about pre-injury. I'm talking about post-injury when they drafted Right, right. I mean, when they, when they signed him. They yeah. got they literally got the players that nobody else wanted and made it work, but people hate them for it. Like, but harping back to the whole Lakers thing. So the thing that kills me, the th- the thing that kills me the most is kind of what they did with the whole Bucks thing. The Buck everybody jumped on the Bucks bandwagon and now all of a sudden the Bucks gonna win the the finals and they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that. They kind of tried to do the same thing with Philly last year and early this year. Um Nobody has been able to answer this question, though. You think about the Bucks. They said the Bucks were going to win the finals. Yeah. When have you ever had a team that went from minimal to maximum in a year? Think about the Bucks this year. The Bucks this year were had the number one record in the NBA. Yeah. They were the number one seed. They were the number one overall seed in the NBA. Last year, they were eliminated by the Celtics in the second round. And seven. Great, it was seven. Yeah. But you're seeing the progression. You're seeing them go from not good to okay to they look all right to yeah. they look good to they look really good to now they look hella good. Yeah. The Warriors were the same way. The Warriors were bad when Steph first got there to they going to get there. When which when they signed Clay when I started become like really looking at them and like hey I'm I, I actually like them right to ah uh, they're they're okay to they're formidable to they're good to damn they're really good to damn they're really really good and then they win a championship then they start winning championship the Rockets were the same way the Nuggets are going to be the same way because there's no doubt in my mind that the I Nuggets like are what... going to run some shit at some point. And the the Kings are going to be like that in the future. You look at the Kings and they're going to start running shit I at some like point. I like the Nuggets. And see, one, I really like the Nuggets. They got a great coach. They got a good system. They got a good atmosphere. And it, it's a lot of those little little nuances that people don't think about, bro. You playing in the Mile High City, like 
their conditioning is always going to be just a tad bit better. Yeah. And that, that I think that plays a lot. And then I think they got a great group of people that want to play together, play with, that play together, play well together, want to play well together. And it, I just think the atmosphere is great. Yeah. And the thing I like about it is, your young court is good. Your young court is conditioned to win. They're ready to win and, and want to win. They hungry. I mean, having Jamal Murray and Jokic as your like young primary court, along with Gary Harris, because I like Gary Harris too. I like Gary Harris too. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Coming Michael back. Porter Jr. gonna be coming back. Like they, they gonna be nice. Same thing with the Kings. I just but gotta you just, see what the what this free agency play yeah. with because I feel like about three players can just domino effect the entire league. Yeah. And then you're gonna be looking at certain teams like, okay, who's gonna make it to the playoffs? Yeah. Whose ceiling is what? Who whose ceiling is what? And whose floor is what? You know what I'm saying? Like Golden State, for example, they floor is the playoffs. Ceilings, obviously a championship. Yeah. Toronto, steel floor, obviously like, same thing. And you got now. Same thing now. Same thing now, yeah. yeah. Then you got hell, Boston. That's 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 a that's an outlier. Because they floor could be not even making the playoffs. But they ceilings could be conference finals. I wouldn't even say they're gonna win the finals, but you know what I'm saying. Like this, that's kind of yeah. how shit fall. Yeah, because right now, right now that floor could very well be 37 wins next year. Like you see what I'm saying? They lost Al Horford, who people try to sleep on Al Horford, but Al Horford is one of the most underrated. And I don't. And I was one of them. I used to like people say like people will see Al Horford in the All Star games every year. I'm like, how? Why? Nice. But Al Horford is nice, bro. So they lost Al Horford. Obviously, you lose Kyrie. His ass ain't coming back. And you got a Terry Rozier who's going to want to get maxed out soon. You're going to have a Justin Tatum that's going to be looking to get maxed out soon. I think he's going to break out his shell now that Kyrie's gone. Because yeah, he did awesome. it in the playoffs. and like I like Jason Tatum, though. I like Jason, I like Tatum, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Brown. I like both of them. I like Terry Rozier. And I, Hell, like, I like Marcus Smart. I like them because they play the right way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A lot of players, like gimmicky, James Harden, I, I just can't get with the way he played. Uh, you getting paid to do it, but I just I wish he would play more straight-up basketball. I have that issue with Kyrie defensively because Kyrie defensively does this, like, this little – it's kind of remind me of, like, when somebody will jump somebody and they'll, like – you had that one dude to come out of nowhere and, like, punch you in the back of the head, like <laughs> – and it's like seven dudes already beating your ass, but you yeah. got that one dude to come out of nowhere. That's how I feel about him on defense because you see him get all these like backdoor steals and like blocks and all that. Like you, you see me going at this dude one on one, and then all of a sudden you come out of nowhere. I'm bringing the ball up the court, and you just out of. I I don't I hate when people play like that. Yeah. Like same reason I got the issue with have Kyle Lowry do with this charge and shit. Like there's nothing wrong with drawing charges, but like. I can't wait for you to get put. I can't wait for you to get punched on. Um, I I feel so. I feel differently about it. Cause I feel like it. I think those kind of plays are okay and needed at times, but don't take off. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna play like that, play like that. Three fourths of the game. Don't play like that one fourth of the game, and then you just want to go straight offense the the rest of the game or do some yeah. half ass defense. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna be try to be sneaky and crafty, and pick up shits like. Uh, charges or 
back cut steals or uh, behind the back blocks. Keep up with, keep that pace, keep that energy throughout the most of the game, shit, bro. I call this shit hoe ball on two K. <laughs> on two K, if somebody played me like that, bro, I'm like, you playing hoe ball right now? You playing like a hoe? Mm-hmm, I get. It. I call that hoe ball, bro. If I see you try to like, I'm dribbling up the court, you steady trying to get charged. I'm, I'm promise you, I'm gonna message you and say you playing hoe ball right now. I don't know, man. That's playing. That's playing within the rules bro, of the that, game. I understand. I understand that sound especially, great in theory, especially the person that take charges, bro. Because you you really put a lot on the line to take a charge. You you get your ass knocked the fuck out. I you just, can lose a motherfucking tooth, a bloody I, nose, I all of that shit. Be a three sixty trying to charge. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. You you hold that liability to get exposed on. I really wish he would have been playing with Vince Carter and, went, and tried to do this shit on Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. Vince Carter would embarrass that man. Somebody anyway, put their nuts on his head. But yeah, like back, but like overall, what I was saying as far as the whole progression thing, you see all these teams progress to get where they are. Yeah. And they go from basically taking steps up the ladder. Yeah. And then you have, like, how they did with the Bucks. They tried to say the Bucks were going to win the finals. No, you have to take them steps up the ladder. Mm-hmm. And they were, they are taking them, but you don't go from being eliminated in seven in the in the um, Eastern Conference second round to winning the finals and yeah. beating the Warriors. I think but I how do they think the Lakers are going to go from not making the playoffs to winning the finals in a year? Yeah, and I think that goes along with teams don't, really want to change their game as much as they want to change their personnel. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, one team, two teams that stick out to me the most is the Rockets and OKC. OKC, they got Russell Westbrook at their helm. Russell want to take majority of the shots, not a great shooter, 35% at best. Paul George was streaky, even though he's a good scorer. But you got two people that can't really shoot taking most of your shots instead of playing facilitator basketball. They not changing much, yeah. and then Houston, all they want to do is live by the three, die by the three. As long as they shooting threes and they hit most of them, it's hard to beat that. But the minute they start missing, that's all they know. So they keep on doing it, hoping that the shots gonna go in. Yeah. Well, I say that Paul George is a formidable shooter, so I can't say that neither one of them can shoot. Uh, you know how I feel about Russell Westbrook. I essentially think that he's Westbrook. West Brick, he's a parasitic loose cannon that's going to cost every team he ever plays on the championship. Um, but that's going to be one over there. Um, as far as Paul George goes, he's a, I can't say that he can't shoot. He's a formidable shooter. Um, I give him that, but he's streaky. He's very streaky. And his ability to, like, he's a, three, he's a three-quarter scorer to me. Yeah. Like, he gets his he gets his 28, but he gets his 28 when it really don't mean much. Like, people could try to act like all points were created equal. All points were not created equal. Like, the two points I score in two minutes left in the fourth quarter yeah. holds more weight than the two points I score in 11 minutes in the second quarter. And I don't – I'm that's not really debatable. Yeah. Like, uh, but I will say – I don't know. Like, you, like I, I agree with you overall um, because you, even you think about Houston. Like, Houston, it ain't taking them and making out a lot of them. It's that they take so many that – you have to like, you have to like take as many of them because they're gonna take fifty. Yeah, they're gonna take fifty, and if they hit sixteen, they good. Which people like, okay, well you gonna win if you hit sixteen threes, but yeah, you took fifty fucking threes though. Yeah. So and I like and I love the three. I I mean that's probably why Steph is like emerged himself as my favorite player or, or arguably my favorite player. Yeah. Cause like I, I like Harden too. I like Chris Paul even though he's starting to piss me off. Steph pissed me off too, but. Uh, but 
I like the three, but it's the fact that it ain't like I said, it ain't even that you shooting twenty and you hitting ten. Yeah. You shooting fifty and you hitting fourteen. And I think the the other part of it is too, bro, is that everybody in the bat in in the NBA obviously is there for a reason because they can play. But it's the other part of the game that people don't think about or give credit to, or they give a little bit of credit to certain players is the IQ of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Knowing how plays develop, watching things happen. It's a lot of good players in the NBA. Not a lot of smart players in the NBA. Yeah. And I think I think the the mentality of the game plays a significant part, even more so than the actual physical part of the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And see, cause that's what a lot of people gave uh, Golden State credit for was was they uh, was that was their ability to play. You know what I'm saying? The, the IQ of the game. That's why everybody gives uh, LeBron so much credit because he's so smart. Like could recite plays and like the the players that were smart also I think get a lot of credit or they don't get enough credit. Yeah. yeah. All right. So to finish up the day, I don't know exactly. What the Philadelphia Eagles got going on? Um, Carson Wentz is a is a great quarterback. Yeah. Um, he has obviously the upside to be a transcendent quarterback, to be a franchise changing quarterback. That's without a doubt. Carson Wentz hasn't played a full season since like his senior year of high school. And that's like that should tell you enough there. But the fact that this man just got paid. The same amount of money guaranteed that Russell Wilson has, and Russell Wilson has won a championship, is atrocious at best, bro. <laughs> this is like crazy. Like this is it's wild to me because Carson Wentz has not played a full season since his senior year of high school, bro. How does this man get paid like this? We haven't seen him in the Super Bowl. We haven't seen him in, I mean, any, have we seen him in any relevant enough playoff games? It's, it's baffling. I ain't mad at no player getting their money. I think everybody should get paid. I just find it amazing that this man got paid Russell Wilson money. Like, I thought Russell Wilson money was like, Damn, like they just paid Russell Wilson a lot of damn money, like maybe a little more than what I would have paid him. But like, you can't really argue that Russell Wilson—he's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, for sure, and I think he deserved the money he got. I'm, I think I think they maybe overpaid because you gotta when you pay somebody that high, then there's gonna be somebody else wanting to come behind them and want more. Then somebody else come behind them and want more. That's that's yeah. That's so, but. The fact that you comparing, like, and don't get me wrong, Carson Wentz was going to win the MVP that year if he didn't get hurt. That's undoubtedly. But at the same time, we talking about a Super Bowl champion starting quarterback in Russell Wilson and a quarterback that team made it to the Super Bowl because Nick Foles won that Super Bowl. He definitely won that Super Bowl. And we can't act like that Nick Foles didn't win that Super Bowl. So I just don't know if your sample size was enough. If you like, if I've seen enough 
from Carson Wentz to want to pay him Russell Wilson money. Because I don't know yet for sure if he's a Russell Wilson quarterback. Well, they stuck with him now. Hell, they gave him that guarantee. So, yeah. but what do you do is. now? If he don't play, what if he don't play sixteen this year? If he don't play sixteen next year, he's getting paid. Hell, do he get low management like Kawhi? Do we give it? Do we, do you give him low management? I really don't know how you low manage like NFL players when they only play one game a week. I mean, but you play, you playing one game a week, but it's definitely more um, daunting on your body than the NBA. Yeah. Obviously, it ain't close. But it's 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 wild, bro. And then now you come to you come to a point where you're gonna start seeing, like I said, players, other quarterbacks is gonna want that money. Like yeah. Dak's gonna be looking for that money now. And I like I like ish Dak. I'm not a big Dak fan. But you don't he's like gonna be, nah, nah. I was like when people when even cowboy fans were like, bro, we don't want Dak as our quarterback, I like give the dude a chance. Like give him a chance. And he said some stuff off the field that I that kind of rubbed me the wrong way about the whole flag thing and kneeling for the anthem and all that. Um, then he also did some things on the field that made you look at it like, hey, what was it? Like, yeah. What 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 exactly was it, bro? Like, I you got a third of ten man wide open and you throw it second row to the stands. What was it? I don't know, man. I'm not saying that he's still coming to himself because that'd be a lie. I mean, you've had plenty of time to make something happen. I think it's the personnel around you, man. I think as an organization, you need to put personnel with like-minded goals, like-minded attributes, people that can vibe off of one another, but also play with one another. Yeah. So. Well, hell, he ain't got no excuse now because he got Randall Cobb and he would have had a four-year and well, full off season with Amari Cooper. Yeah. So, if we still look having this conversation this time next year, I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's just, like I said, I, I'm all for players getting their money. Yes, sir. I'm. I hope every player get the money that they deserve. But at the same time, I don't know if I pay Dak. Would I pay Carson Edwards? I don't know if I pay Carson Edwards. Would I pay Russell Wilson? It just as simple as it. That's true. Because we talking about, we even going down a level then because it's like at least Carson Carson Wentz got his team to a a Super Bowl. Right. He got them to the Super Bowl. Like, what have we seen Dak do? One playoff win? Is that sustainable enough for you to get 100 plus million? A, like one playoff win? Well, you putting it all on the line here. Why not? Why not go all in? If he huh? was on any other team besides the Dallas Cowboys, which are the biggest NFL market in the like in the NFL, and it's not close. Yeah. But if he was on any other team, if he play, if it was Mitchell Trubisky that had won one game in the playoffs, would he be able to ask for a hundred and twenty plus million? Yeah, they might fuck around and be looking for a new quarterback. You don't get rid of Mitchell Trubisky. I know you don't, but I'm just saying. But I'm just I, I understand that. But I'm saying like. If it was Tampa Bay, if it was the Panthers, if it was the Jets, or is he allowed to like? Because, but and I understand this part of being a, a Cowboys like being a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, like they 
have people like my brother told me. You know, he stayed in, in California. He was like he you he got more seen more damn Dallas fans in California than he did in Dallas when he was staying in Fort Worth. That's crazy. Like everywhere you go, you have Dallas Cowboy fans. People love Dallas. Why? Don't know. That's a real good question. Why? What are we missing on the Dallas Cowboys? Ain't bro? nothing that special that they got. What if we missed on the Dallas Cowboys, bro? I mean, did we miss on Michael Irvin? Michael Irvin was a hell of a receiver. I'm not taking nothing away from that. Are we missing on, like, Emmitt Smith that, like, you couldn't even give him plays? You just had to say Emmitt left or Emmitt right for him to run to either side of the field because he didn't couldn't remember his holes? Not taking anything away from Emmitt Smith. He was one of the greatest running backs of all time. Yeah. Was it Troy Aikman that we were missing out on? I mean, what 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 were we missing on the Dallas Cowboys? But either way, how does Dak respond to Carson Wentz's money? Which don't be counting nobody else's pockets, but hell, what are the, now he is he asking for a hundred and forty to see if he can get it? Yeah, um, I don't know, man. So, that. Mm. I don't know. I just don't know how you pay somebody that ain't really proved too much of nothing. Nothing. And has been at least nothing short of a liability. I mean, I... I so, my my thing about Dak is... he's Not, not Dak. I'm talking about uh, Wentz. Oh, uh, Wentz. Wentz ain't been a liability. But Wentz is... I'm not going to say Wentz has been a liability, but Wentz definitely has put you in situations where you have to grimace like... Great, we lost Wentz for another season. And that's both college and NFL. Yeah. Like, look, there goes Wentz for another season. What else is new? Do you need to do you need to even like look at quarterbacks? Well, ain't for, that a liability? You paying somebody that ain't even playing? Yeah, but he's definitely a luxury when you have him. When he's Got there it. when you yeah. But and one of the best abil- like people say the best ability is availability. <laughs> but you wouldn't but like Embiid you wouldn't call Embiid a liability. And Embiid is damn near the same. Like, it's crazy they in the same city, but Embiid is literally, like, damn near the same player. Yeah. Like, I, he can't, can't play. He, he can't seem to stay healthy for some reason. But when he's there, he's fucking bobbling out. But you can't get him there all the time. I don't know. But the, I guess the circumstance is a little bit different with basketball and football. Basketball, you got 82 games, and then when you get to the playoffs, you got a series. You know, football, you got 13 games. 16. 16. You 16 games, and then you go to your playoff run, and hell, it's one 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 a bust. Win a bust. So. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, in the general terms of being a no, star yeah. when you're on, on the court or on the field, but your inability to stay healthy makes it to the point where people, like you like you said, even questioning, like, are you a liability? Yes, sir. Because when, when he's on the field, he's amazing. But hell, how how how, how forward how yeah like how looking forward can you be to, for him being on the field because you don't even know because you know that he's probably not gonna play a full season. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. To end on that, I will say, like I said, I'm glad the man got his money. I hope Dak get whatever he asking for, even though he I feel like he might not may or may not deserve it depending on what he asking for. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I hope all the players get paid. But at the same time, it's going to be very interesting to see because Jerry Jones is in the, in the low-baller business. 
Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones gonna try to low bob you. I'm gonna keep my money and pay y'all what I can. Right. Or what I want to. Right. I'm gonna stay a billionaire while y'all stay millionaire. Millionaire peasants. Yeah. To him. So, uh, but that concludes this episode of Sports and BS with Taylor Keys. There's a lot of a lot of stuff happening in the sports world. So, we're gonna come at y'all live and direct with facts and a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. So stay tuned. We hitting y'all with another one this week. Fuck it. Fuck it. We out.